Hey, all you freaks and geeks out there in podcast land. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Green Belt Botanicals. I'll give you more information about them later on in the episode. And now, on to the show. It's Wednesday, February the 17th, and you know what that means. Welcome, freaks and geeks, to another smoke-filled and jam-packed episode of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. The podcast where I meet with some of the most creative and influential people that I know to share stories from the ride of life. As always, I'm your host, the 512 Foot Doctor, coming at you live and direct from the one and only studio of life or death if you're a returning freak or geek well thank you very much for checking back into our regularly scheduled appointment it really means a lot and i hope you're continuing to tell freaks and geeks that you know about the doctor's orders podcast if you're listening for the first time well well welcome welcome to the freaks and geeks family and i gotta let you know first and foremost you need to buckle up for this ride because it just might be too late my goodness, freaks and geeks, we're dealing with uh, we're dealing with something something uh, very different out here in Texas. Something very different in the uh, the five one two area, but all across the state, uh, we were smashed hard with uh, a couple of couple of inches throughout the throughout the state of snow. Some shit that we don't traditionally get out here in the third coast. Some shit that we don't traditionally get out here really in the uh, lower portion of the state of Texas. You might find it up there in uh, Amarillo and Lubbock and Dallas and Denton and uh, uh, the, the north Texas areas. But traditionally, once you hit uh, uh, that central area going all the way down south, you're not going to really check that. The snow's not going to check in for us. But we've already had snow twice in uh was it i think i want to say twice within the past month here uh and this one was a a a huge a huge just a snowfall lasted a a multiple hours and uh, we're still dealing with the remnants here you may have heard all the uh you know the power outages and this that and the fourth out in the in austin proper but People are just uh, trying to hold it down and trying to stay warm and and uh, just trying to make it day by day uh, until the uh, till the 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 ice thaws and the the snow takes off and we can get back to uh, back out of these these Arctic temperatures these crazy blasts but we got we might got another one all right so uh, just be hitting up people up uh, up in the state seeing what's going down. This was uh, this was a difficult one to schedule, freaks and geeks, because of this whole Snowden thing. Everything was just put on lock, put on hiatus. But I knew, I knew the guy to call, the the enforcer. All right, all right. This guy here, whenever if if you're in a pinch, he's there. And most definitely, this was a pinch for the the five one two foot doctor. All right, but he came through. Hit him up. We got him on the line. We've been dealing with uh, power outages throughout the state, you know, um, and uh, uh, we we got a pocket. We got a window of opportunity, and then uh, that window of opportunity expired. So 
Without further ado, uh, please let me introduce you to our guest for episode number 23 of the podcast, Freaks and Geeks. This is a tremendous uh, reoccurrence. We got another another OG guest. You might remember him from the uh, uh, such episodes of the Doctor's Orders podcast as the Veterans Day Special. Also, making his monumental debut in the Doctor's Orders podcast, episode number three, he's back. The man, the myth, the legend, from a galaxy, returning from a galaxy far, far away with a lot of new stories, a lot of new insights, and just uh, uh, just, just sharing and, and seeing what's going down, anything he's got, recommend, any recommendations that he has for this uh, snowed-in time, because, you know, this buddy, he's done some time out in Colorado, and he's got those, uh, he's got some uh, uh you know just arctic experience you know those uh below 32 temp experiences all right so put your hands together freaks and geeks ret- the return of Cass. what's going on bud i'm glad you could make it uh how you doing today how you holding up oh i'm doing good i'm surviving the weather you know i'm glad to be here glad to be on another episode and thank you thank you thank you absolutely yeah thanks for having me so um you what were you driving you had to like make a couple of pit stops today go and help out helping some family members right what were you what were you driving yeah i was driving the subaru all wheel okay. drive cool cool yeah, uh that i mean makes you feel a little bit more comfortable in the in the weather but you know with yeah. ice and stuff on the road there's there's nothing that's going to help that yeah yeah how was it getting out uh, how was it on 30 or 183 getting out to like what was up with that the the main roads are not bad, but like now that I'm in a neighborhood in the city, the you know just like the little neighborhood roads are just covered in snow. There's no plow, you know. There's no yeah. sand or or salt. So yeah, that's the hardest part. Once you get onto the to the highways, they're okay, but then you got people. You know, the the most dangerous part about traveling is the other drivers. Definitely. You know, so. But it, it was a, it was an okay, it was okay, you know. We got through it and uh, safely. So that's good. They still got power and stuff out there and water and stuff. How'd that go for them? Yeah, we so we've been losing power here. Yeah, and uh, it comes and goes kind of thing. Yeah, and they've they've had power and water the whole time. Okay, so, so they're good. I was kind of surprised at that, but they're kind of isolated, you know. Yeah, way out there. That's what's up. Jeez, man. All right. Well, you said, uh, uh, I think you mentioned something a second ago. You you moved to a suburb or not a suburb. You moved into the city. Tell us about the new crib. What's going on with that? How long How long you been out there? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, some people might not call it a city. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, from where I just moved, it's definitely a city. Yeah. Uh, Small you know, town. We're talking, about, we're talking about Locker here, Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Yeah, so we bought a new house in town, nope. and uh, uh, we're loving it. You know, we got a, got an awesome house in an awesome, established neighborhood. Nice. So, is it a uh, one story or two story? We got a one story. Okay. Yeah. How old is it? Is it older? Yeah, sixty five. Sixty five. All right, look at that shit. That's what's up. Uh, it's got the old like Texas feel to it. Uh, the inside though has been completely remodeled. So okay. we're living in 2021, you know. Cool, cool, good, good. Uh, does it got like a wraparound porch or what's the porch seat layout going on there? We got a small porch with a flower bed, very, right. very like typical Texas. Yeah. 
Um, you got a garage or a carport? Carport. All right. You're a carport yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I don't Well, at least in the Texas stance, I've always seen you at a house or a crib that had a carport. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm down with the carport. You know, I would, I wanted a garage, but you know, the carport just matches the house. So yeah, that's cool. I got to check it out. How, how about the trees? What's going on with the trees? Oh man, we, we lucked out. We got, like I said, it's a mature neighborhood. So all the trees are, you know, at least, several decades of old yeah we've got peach trees we've got okay trees we've got some a big bush of sage no nope. we've, we've got a lot of nice plants that like the previous owner planted yeah so you know it's awesome we've got basically a natural fence around the back okay so we've got a real fence but then a natural fence as well around it which is just more privacy so it's yeah, awesome what's up I gotta check that out. You've been out there for for what, what like uh, has it been a month yet? Uh, just yeah, just barely a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Um, so uh, how are you liking like being tucked off in that spot now? So you've had to, you were in like a much more rural area, and now you're like we said, kind of in the uh, in the town. Um, but how are you liking like the travel uh, for for work and the commute you got there, and then even the stuff around you because it's a uh, that town has changed tremendously you know so what it, what are you uh are you finding any favorite little spots are you are you digging being a a lockhart uh, uh local again or what's going on yeah so i mean it was a little bit of give and take as far as travel you know a little bit of give on my travel to work but we got a lot as far as like travels to the store or to the gas station yeah, yeah. whatever you know so that that kind of evened itself out and then as far as like being back in town um you know i'm just noticing a lot of new new faces a lot of new people like mm-hmm. this is kind of becoming a little like sweet spot you know for people who are moving to, to texas yeah and uh you know i'm just kind of ready to participate in the community and try to improve it you know or try to make some changes. How far from the square do you live? Uh, or like what light part? Okay, a mile away. Are you over there like, uh, I don't know, well, like what, what area? San Antonio um, area or, or something like that? So the, the actual name of the neighborhood is Mr. Nobody. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like what? <laughs> That's yeah. Cool. So uh, kind of like near... Uh, Oh, like the high school, like Clear Fork area. Okay. Yeah. All right. By the baseball field or by the softball fields? Over there? Yeah, more, more or less. Okay. Know. That's cool. That's what's up. Man, that's so you got the new crib back in a similar setting. Have you um have you been uh, messing around in the square at all? You, the wife and the and your daughter been checking that out? Yeah, my wife and daughter have been, you know, I've been working, so yeah. and then the weekends just fly by. Yeah, but we've been doing a lot of things around the house, so that's usually what like my off time is. Yeah, is um, just doing some small stuff around the house. But they've been checking out the square; they that's like cool. it. Lots of cool new spots. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're we were actually talking about like just the other day. Like, there's a lot of little shops downtown on yeah. around the square that are vacant. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, what does Lockhart not have? 
And, you know, as far as I know, they don't have a nursery. Yeah. You know, like a little plant shop. So I was like, well, you know, maybe we could do something like that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. You know, that's, 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 um, yeah, that's interesting. Everybody's into plants around here, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They have that whole, uh, uh Lockhart farmer's market that's open. I don't know, man. That's kind of like in shambles right now. Real big debacle yeah. on that. Have I saw that. I think it's like by the, the new courthouse. Now. Yeah. It's, that's where it's, that's where it is now, uh, for a hot minute there for a solid, like, I don't know. I, 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 I saw it most popular, um, I want to say April or it was just starting up April, 2020, um, during the whole little thing. And then uh, it expanded and it started with just one strip of the square, one side of the square and oh. just week after week after week, it was boom. It was stacked up all four of them. And then, uh, I don't know, businesses got to talking businesses got, uh, you know, uh, um, I don't want to say discouraged, but they were like, uh, pointing fingers at, uh, uh, vendors versus, you know, the, uh, um, what the establishments on the square invest and they like i gotta move so that's why they're over there it, it kind of sucks man I, I really liked it when it was on the square and now that it's moved hope they're talking about moving it back but i don't know it's getting really uh, i don't want to say political but yeah. getting uh to where the the individuals running it are kind of i don't know pulling strings and just it looks like it's one trying to set it up like with I don't know documentation, but this documentation on one spectrum is like you know this. Sure, you can make a document, but the, the what you're trying to call here is a bunch of bullshit. It's like you want me yeah. to you want me to devote like X amount of weeks to you, like you want me to sign a contract to be under contract with you to fit, to buy uh, ten spots. That's the whole. Yeah. Like, that's the pop up aspect of uh, a far of a market like that. It's just like. Right. Yeah. Well, and who has the authority to rent those spots? Yeah. You know, why am I paying you? You don't own this, you know. That, I mean, that's the thing with, uh, you know, more people coming into the town. Mm-hmm. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be more kind of political in a way. But yeah, it's always- know, the way you look at it is the the pie's big. Yeah. yeah. Everybody can have a piece. Yeah. You know. So there's there's plenty to go around. Man, I uh, I hope so that uh, we'll see how, how it all rolls out and turns over. But uh, um, that's that's what's up. So how's the wife, bud? How's the kid? How's how's the holdup uh, with this whole Snowden thing, this whole uh, uh, winter blast that we got recently? Yeah, man, we're uh, we're staying locked in. Luckily, coming from Colorado, mm-hmm. um, we have quite a bit of like winter clothing and shoes and, you know, uh, things like that. So that we can get outside and and enjoy the snow without, you know, being too cold. You know, we, we brought a couple sleds with us. We went and did that earlier. Yeah. That's Uh, cool. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're uh, not surprised at all by this weather. We thought we were leaving it behind, but but it is what it is. We left, we left our uh, snow shovel in Colorado, which I got oh, yeah. the big scooper. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was just a, a blast in the fucking right in the night. You know what I'm saying? Just hit after yeah. hit after hit. What was that fucking uh, Sunday night or yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Sunday night, Sunday night. And it just, just uh, a complete just overhaul takeover of just snow in the area. Not, not good preparation either, man. These no, whole, uh, no, that's that's the you know the 
the Texas way. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's what we get with, uh, you know, not to be too political, but with the GOP running the state and there's no re- deregulation, that's what you get when there's no regulation. You get you get this. So yeah, it's Thunderdome almost, man. It's just hysterical. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. So I was going to ask you about recent changes in your life, but the house is huge. So that's, that's tremendous. Um, and uh, that kind of ties in with that, but well, let's go into this one. I don't think I asked you this and like, uh, I don't think I've ever asked you this, but what do you do in your spare time? Tell the freaks and geeks what you like to do in your spare time. Cause you got a lot. I don't, I don't want to say you wear a lot of hats, but you do kind of like have different, a lot of different tools for different, uh, uh, avenues or ventures or things that you like to ex- execute upon. What do you like to do in your free time? Yeah, well, in in my like true free time, like if you know, if I can, if my wife and daughter are busy with something, yeah, then it's going to be like with cars. It's going to be with with one of my cars, or you know, going to the track. Um, you know, getting getting into motorsports. Motorsports is really my thing. Yeah. But, you know, I've got, I've been enjoying doing the home improvement. Yeah. What have you been working on? So we had, like I said, they did a full remodel, but, um, you know, it was kind of like a quick and fast job on some places. So like the tile and, and the new showers, we had some issues with the grout. So I had to spend like, the whole day Saturday, redoing all the grout and the tile, resealing the shower. Yeah. Um, you know, they put like like half of the light switches upside down. What? Yeah, it was just like sloppy work. So I've been cleaning up after them and doing stuff like that. But I've been getting into it. So I think, you know, next project's going to be gutters all the way around. Okay. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then like, hopefully, you know, a big goal is solar. Oh yeah. With this power issue, you know, we've been losing power. So it's like solar, you know, so I don't depend on the utility company if they're just gonna, if they ain't prepared, you know, I'll be prepared. Yeah. I heard they're even, uh, uh, trying to boost the, uh, the rates, boost the, uh, the cost in this time. Did you hear about that? Wow, I can't. I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, this, you know, this is. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's lawsuits coming after this because they're failing people. You yeah, know? It's, it's their duty to provide the power. If we don't pay, they'll, they'll they're the first ones to shut off the power. Yeah, you know? but we're already paying. We're up. We're up today, and we're still gonna shut off people's power. Yeah, you know? it's crazy, man. It is definitely crazy. Cool. Well, you got that going for you. You got the uh, little home improvement. We're doing car stuff. Did you get that that note I sent you about that uh, uh, that hot rods? Is it hot rods versus muscle cars? Yeah, was that in Nashville? Uh it's in Blanco. I don't know where it is, but it's on some airstrip. So that's kind of cool. I think it's coming up next month. I'm kind of interested in checking that out. It's an invitational, so you got to like sign up to for an invitation. Uh, I would definitely go as a I'm always down with an airstrip. I yeah. in Germany we we used to go to German race wars, which was on a, a um, abandoned airstrip. Yeah, it's just like in the middle of Germany, nothing around it, and 
you know, thousands of cars would come and there would be like pop-up tents and they'd turn into clubs. Yeah. And, you know, you just party all night and race all day. Yeah. And then in, back in Colorado where we were at, they have the uh, Pikes Peak airstrip attack. And so that's like uh, one mile um, all out. So like people are doing like 200, 240 miles an hour. That's cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, man, I might want to hit that up, see what's up with that. Um, I tried to look up like the location of it, but I couldn't really, it was hard to, hard to find. I would assume they give you all that stuff when you actually get the, uh, the invite and everything, but I'll let you know, I know it's like a month from the 20th. So it's March the 20th. So we'll check that out see what's going down. Yeah. A uh, good time to bring out the uh, the new web for you. I know, man. I know. Yep, yep, yep. I still got to get that glass clean. I got to get that glass fixed. I can't like. I'm gonna have to go find it like in a yard. I feel it's difficult yeah. to to acquire. And I've been having this fucking what's it blend door actuator. You know what that is? Yeah, for the heater. Yeah, that bad boy's ticking. So man, and I've been looking up how to change that one. It's a bitch. Yeah, that's typical for yeah. It's the dash back. I've seen cool. all videos, but yeah, it's like it's tucked off deep, and it's like you can't even take it off without breaking apart some of the uh, like the screw the screw holders. No. It's damn near physically impossible to get to it. So uh, it's weird, man. Yeah. But, that sucks. So are you like losing AC or heat or, or I don't, just pop up? it's just ticking. So it'll, it's, it's just telling me it's getting ready to go out too. So, but no, nah, not on the temperature. I'm not really losing much. It's more of the audible nuisance. Yeah. Yeah. But everything else is good, man. Uh, got to get that stuff done, but yeah, I'd love to take it out there. Uh, when I get a couple of those changes. So, but all right, man. So w- we just recently started uh, play t- discussing this elaborate game, this age-old game uh, of chess. Um, so I don't know. I guess I just like did I reach out to you and just drop just random chess shit or what? I think that's. I think I just yeah. asked you. Do I pl- do you play? Yeah, we talked about it maybe a few months ago. Okay, just like in passing, and then. And then the other night you said, Hey, do you mess with chess.com? And I was yeah. like, yeah, Ben signed up. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. You, you've been signed up down there for uh, 11 years. You've been signed up for a hot minute. Um, okay. But uh, um, before chess.com, before all that, like what got you, what got you started into it? What's your like earliest memory with the game? Um. You know, I was huge in the chess or on checkers, sorry. So, you know, once you get so good at checkers, you got to step it up. Mm -hmm. There's only so, you can only get so good. And then, you know, kind of got into chess. And then um, a lot of, a lot of the guys I worked with in the armor, in the army um, played chess as well. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of went from there. And uh, sometimes we just, we'd just, you know, talk about strategy or, or watch games or play yeah. ourselves, you know, yeah, just man, all around. Yeah. There's a lot of strategy that goes into it. There's a lot of, uh, 
Uh, it's a whole lot of trial and error, but it's also a whole lot of like mental development and learning, learning these opening moves, learning these gambits, learning like, uh, I don't know, just general, general setup and definitely learning to look multiple moves ahead, learning to learning what to sacrifice, learning like what to set up, you know, set up to where like if opponent goes there, you can go right in there for the kill or the check or the mate, all that type of stuff. Right. No, I've always like appreciated war and the strategy in war. So like the best way to like to develop strategy is definitely going to be chess, you know, so there are sacrifices you have to make, you know, there's defense, there's, you know, there's, you know, offense and, you know, you're going to, you're going to lose some guys. You got to, you got to make a call, you know? How do you like to play? Um, I just recently started, this was like yesterday, started being okay with sacrificing the queen for the queen, like within the, like quickly. That's kind of been right. my, my goal recently. I, d- I didn't like to do it. I oftentimes like to just set king and queen back there and set just like a, I don't know, As a barrier around them. Yeah. 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 That's how I typically play as well. But, you know, it depends also, you know, on who you're playing. If if they're going to come at you with the queen mm-hmm. and they're just make, taking all kinds of shot with the queen, yeah. then I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice her, you know. Yeah, I like to get – I mean, if she's going to be sacrificed, I like to eliminate the opponents, like, quickly, which, right. in, which in turn is essentially going to get a limp sacrifice. But still, like, let's take the best player out of the game. I mean, if anybody's going to take, if I can take yours out ASAP and fuck it, let's do it. Exactly. Yeah. And you put the heat on and then, you know, for me, at least when something like that happens to me, if I lose the queen, I quickly become like reactive. Yeah. Instead of like strategy, I'm just like, oh shit, I'm running. Just get out of your bail, you know? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I can, I can definitely agree. Um, Now, man, I started, uh, uh, just trying to play daily, you know, sometimes you got to like take breaks and shit like that, but it's very simple. It's just a board, you know, eight by eight, you got your, you know, what is that? 16 pieces. You have to learn all of the, like just the approaches to them, um, and, yeah. uh, insights and, and how they handle, how they work. Um, I lately, lately I've been getting screwed with the, uh, what the fuck are they called? Uh, not stalemates, but I think it's stalemate, right? Oh yeah. So, I've been getting plenty of those. Yeah. yeah I get like, what's going on? It's disappointing. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. yeah. Like I got so much on the line. There's only one left. I can do many things. And then it's just, and then it's still Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even I, want to like learn why, but like, whatever. Yeah. Like I'll just take it. Try again. <laughs> like, do you prefer starting or, or being black? Um, I, I, I used to love to start, but now it's just like whenever I do, I, I'll oftentimes play the bots. And whenever I do, whenever I'm not playing a person, because I love to play the bots just to like go in and be able to handle a person and yeah. you know, play with them. But when I do bots, I always do uh, half and half. So it's whatever, like it's random. So yeah. uh, I'm, it's not like I, I don't want to say I don't care. Um, it's a little bit more of a, uh, a different approach when you start off on black, but, um, starting, starting white's cool, but, um, 
if I get that toss to start black, it's just, let's fucking let's go. It's a little confusing. I don't know. Like I ha- I haven't. It's uh, it's, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. It it, it it is. It's it's definitely weird. You're always like a step back, but trying to be a, you're trying to get that step up advantage with with something right. there. Yeah. For me, I've I've concentrated a lot more on starting. Mm-hmm. So recently I've been trying to pick up, you know, my starting with black. Yeah. So yeah. do you play with the bots at all? Yeah. I, I play with the bots most of the time just because, you know, you can play a high level bot mm-hmm. and you can learn a lot from them, you know, yeah. especially yeah. If, if you um, let them start. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, are you just on the free trial or did you buy, uh, did you buy anything? No, I, yeah, I got the free trial. I, I don't, I can't commit to like paying for any kind of, any kind of app. Yeah. Especially know? a classic <laughs> like that. I mean, I love the fact yeah. that you can play global. That's what I love. Um, and, and then you get, there's just a lot of stuff in there. Freaks and geeks. We're talking about chess.com. If you're fucking not with chess, if you're not with, you know what I'm saying? This, uh, this game stick with us. We might talk about a little bit something else, but if you are with it, go hit up, go fuck with chess.com, uh, and, and follow, uh, uh, follow the five, one, two foot doctor. He's on there. We could play uh, that'd be, that'd be pretty sick. Start playing other freaks and geeks, uh, mm-hmm. on chess. But, uh, um, so we're talking about chess.com. And uh, you got the free, the free one. You also, this is not uh, an ad for a plug for chess.com, but you got the free one, you got the paid one, whatever the paid membership. And uh, uh, what bot do you, what, what, um, I guess, what level bot do you traditionally like uh, play with? Right around like a thousand, 1200. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't beat that 1100 guy. Oh, really? Yeah. That Maybe. is, I think I beat him today. No shit. It took me a while. Yeah. Um, I got a few stalemates and I got a I draw. I got a stalemate with him. I was pissed when I got the stalemate with him. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I got, I beat Mr. Beast bot yesterday. Have you played him? No, no. Yeah. He's like, I think he's like 1200. Okay. Is that in like, um, cause there's multiple, there's like, there's, they're broken down by levels then they go throw in the masters and then they throw in like, uh, personalities and stuff too. Right. Yeah. What is that one under personality? Okay. That's cool. That's cool. No, I like that. Um, man, it's crazy. I've started watching, um, what do they call them? Uh, chess. Are they chess sharks? I guess they're called chess sharks, but they, they're people cats out in, uh, in New York playing chess out there. It's dope. You should check that one out. It does. There's supposed to be a big, I mean, during decent weather out in Zilker, there's supposed to be really? people get together. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Do you remember that giant chess board downtown Austin? Did you ever see that? I think yeah. it was like Sundance park, Sundance square, something like that. I don't know if that's what it's called, but it was a huge chessboard. Right. Like, like two by two squares. Yeah. 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 And giant chess pieces too. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. But I don't know. I've got a nice little um, chess set. Yeah. Yeah, What what kind is it? It's, um, it's like wooden. wooden? Okay. That's dope. Yeah. And it's like Asian. I think it was from Korea. Okay, sick. That's what's up. Is it? Does it fold or is it just a yeah. straight, straight board? Okay, folding. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. It's a big case. You know, it's pretty thick. It folds, keeps all the pieces in there. They have like little straps and badass. Yeah, I just I got one recently. It's a magnetic, so it's pretty dope. Oh, okay. I like that approach on it. I do. 
I like the I like the magnetic feel on it. It's pretty sick. It's fold away. Just a cheap little, you know, online purchase. But uh, let's, let's talk about the pieces. So what's what what would be your favorite piece? Aside from the queen, let's throw her out off the top. What's your favorite piece or pieces out there? Um, I, I usually use knights a lot. Okay. But more recently, I've been trying to develop my bishop game. Yeah. Just because... You know, I don't feel like a lot of people concentrate on how well they can be used. So yeah, most definitely. Because, I mean, you got one on uh, one shade of, of tile and you got one controlling another shade and you can really toss them around like that. I, um, yeah. They are very powerful. I think they're a lot more powerful, more powerful than the uh, than the rook for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, my rook game is, is weak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got you. I almost never like am offensive with the rook you yeah. know it's always like an after the fact move when you when you can get them both together they're almost fucking diabolical like right. either, uh horizontal or, or vertical it's just like a sweep yeah just yeah. taking over um okay. sacrificing or setting up with those um yeah. but yeah the knight has definitely started to come into play for me as well um uh, make sure I, I like to draw them out uh, i don't know uh, almost immediately draw one and the bishop out and then see what's yeah. going down after that. That fucking uh, um, the the rook is just too hard to. It takes so much time to get him out. You know. Yeah, it's too much. I mean, you make too many moves mm-hmm. unless you castle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so deep. I mean, so I don't know. You probably saw I castle. Yeah, frequently. the approach. Do you? Yeah. Um, I've always I've I've never done it. No, no, no. Because it's uh, I've and I've started to look into it. I've known about it. I've always seen it occur in the past. It's a good move. It, it takes um, uh, what? How how do I say this? Like it takes the turn. It's a good thing to do uh, at times. And it, like I said, it does absorb a turn to make your opponent, you know, adapt or or change. Right. But I've never done it. it. Is it is kind of a I don't know. I mean, I know a good amount about it. You can either do it what like queen side or king side or some shit like that. You can go both ways on it. Yeah, queen side is typically what I use. Okay, I, I'll use it when I when I feel like the player is better than me. Yeah. So I feel like okay, let me just let me just get some shit taken care of first, you know, and square up, and you know, be defensive. Yeah. So that makes. You know, people can be weak while they're offensive. Yeah. So I, I try to draw that out, but, you know, it doesn't always work. Yeah, I need to use that. I definitely need to. But I don't know. I've just been lately liking these uh, bishop setups and uh, yeah. bishop queen setups. Yeah. Uh, and then even, uh, you know, rook, or excuse me, knight in queen setups and stuff like that. Uh, just trying and also just trying to set up a guard, set up an establishment, set up a, a foundation with your pawns and stuff like that, locking yeah. people out and locking spaces out. Right. But that's yeah. what's happening, man. So you said you tried to uh, start to talk to your wife about playing? What's up with that? Yeah, she um, she played back in like elementary. Okay. So yeah, it all, yeah, it all starts. It back up. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. But, uh, and we'll see. We'll see if that... that ends up happening but you know yeah i i just want to play you know i played the bot so much i want to play more people yeah and just try to see their development you know 
Yeah, it's definitely enjoyable. I've, uh, I mean, you just you mentioned uh, a little while ago watching watching games online and stuff like that, and I think that's pretty cool. I've been watching those as well. Some of them can be annoying with like just the the heck the you know the heckling that goes into it, but uh, and, it's, and sometimes that heckling is like for the effect for the character of the channel, you know. So it's almost yeah. Like, yeah. But I don't know. There's some there's some cool uh, some cool people to watch on there, and it's I don't want to say it's taken off like it's just like it's starting to gain popularity. But you can get down with uh, Twitch on like uh, excuse me chess on like Twitch and stuff like that. So seeing it, yeah, it's great on that level. It's riding the wave right now. Yeah. You know, obviously the Queen's Gambit came yeah. out and kind of put some put a spotlight back on it, but a lot of a lot of women and young girls are really picking it up. So yeah, you know, that's that's helped building some steam as well. What do you have? You heard about this blindfold chess? Have you seen any of this? No. Blindfolded chess is where a cat plays blindfolded. That's crazy. I couldn't even imagine that. No, I, I would. I would not be able to remember no. locations, especially. I mean, that's, I don't even see how that you could do that. <laughs> no. no, I mean, there's always there's a moderator. There's a guy moderating for like who's playing. And he calls uh, out the names. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still blindfolded, so like that's that's you like mentally remembering where everything is from the opponent. Yeah. What the fuck? That's too much. That's way too much. Yeah, that's intense. Oh my goodness! All right, man. So uh, uh, we've talked chess. We talked. Uh, we talked a little bit about the house. Um, what's going on with the auto stuff, man? So uh, uh, how many how many vehicles did you have at the last spot? Three. Three. So you got them all there. Yeah. All of them. All right. So you got the you got the Subaru, right? Yeah. And then you got the the Mustang. Yeah. What else you got? In a Mazda. Okay. All right. What's the Mazda? It's a little station wagon. Okay. Is it older? Yeah, a little bit older. It's just kind of like a, you know, going to town daily driver. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Are you looking for anything right now? Um, yeah, I kind of want to get rid of the Mazda uh -huh. and, and make a move with that, you know, but nothing kind of. I always keep an eye out, but you know, buying a new house, yeah, you know, it's kind of taking a lot of the funds away. Most definitely, early. Most definitely. Uh, so, what are you thinking on this whole Tesla thing? Are you still down with it? Are you still trying to? Are, would are you planning on getting one of those? Are you? Do you have any uh, sight sets for on getting one? So yeah, initially. I was super down with Tesla, the Cybertruck coming out. Yeah. It's like, you know, as far as new cars, new vehicles go, it's affordable. You know, it's yeah. cheaper than a new F-150. And they're fucking like, I don't want, I hate to say this and like break persona or some shit. Like they're more fun, not under the hood, but like, sure, whatever. But like the shit you can alter and change and like, do there you know with the horns and all this other type shit the fucking sound effects and stuff oh yeah i mean they're you know the cyber trucks bulletproof yeah that that's enough yeah you know, most guys just go like all right i'll buy that i hope there's a podcast that's already occurring in a tesla like i hope that's something that goes down right now if there's not that should already be out there especially like a model x yeah you, know, you got enough room 
Yeah, definitely. And they just uh, the self, you know, the full self-driving updates. So, you know, they're on they're on another level, but everybody's picking up their game behind Tesla. So it'll be maybe just a couple more years before Tesla's not really leading the pack. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I can definitely imagine. I mean, that's why he's got, I mean, he has all his, he's got a lot of uh, eggs in different baskets and shit like that with the whole space thing and this, that, and the third. But Yeah, they're killing it. You know, they're they're about to take uh, two starships to Mars. So. Okay. So, so and uh, Starlink as well. Yeah, yeah. Tell tell me more about that because I know you're a big space cat uh, yeah. into that whole uh, whole thing. Have you ever seen um, the the G force test done like live? You ever seen that machine? So the there's a few of them. The the one that's that goes in um, a circle. Yeah, yeah. No, I've I've not seen that live. I haven't seen any of the G force tests live to be honest. But I've I've watched plenty of those clips, and that's that's pretty intense stuff, you know, oh, yeah. eight plus G's. Yeah. Which is just crazy. Yeah. I have seen the Starlink satellites in person. Okay. I got to work for SpaceX just as a, as a contracting job. Yeah. In um, Seattle. Whoa. And, uh, so I was able to see those and uh, it was intense. You know, they, Everybody working there is like, you know, if you want to work here, it's it's like 12, 15 hour days every day of the week. Yeah. Because they're they're a leading edge company, you know. So if you lose one day, somebody's gonna catch up to you. Yeah. So they're they're working nonstop and they have to keep, you know, on the edge. Yeah, big race. Um, what were you doing in Seattle? You were working there, but like how long uh, did, did you live there? No, no, it was just um, a small contract. So okay. Maybe a week. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, so what else with the space stuff, man? Like there's a, uh, I don't know, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different time right now. There was a whole bunch of heads in the race, a whole bunch of stuff going down. You already talked about the Tesla, uh, you know, voyage to, to Mars soon. That's a big thing that's also come back, uh, the whole Mars exploration and like sending people there. What are your yeah. thoughts on that bad boy there? So the the Mars rover lands, I believe, tomorrow. Okay. On Mars, and uh, Lockheed Martin was a big portion of the development there. Mm-hmm. And so I got to work um, in Colorado where they developed the rover as well. So yeah, you've talked, you you've meant, you've tell, told me about that off the off the airs. Because um, I think one of our other cats, one of our other uh, uh, guests, episode, fuck, what was that guy? Uh, Eleven, I think so. You see little box kids. He works at the uh, the Lockheed Martin joint in Dallas, right? I think so. Yeah, is there one in Dallas? Yeah, and and uh, it's intense being on their their little their property, areas. in their world. Yeah, exactly. The one I was on, I mean, they had their own fire department, their own police department. They had. A lot going on that yeah. I probably can't talk about. So yeah, right. I got you on that. Oh. Yeah, lots of, lots of you know new stuff in the space frontier, and I'm just glad to to see it all happen. I can't wait. You know, it's only going to get better, and more people are going to be able to get into space. Yeah, more advanced. So, would you take a trip? Would you take a trip? Would you go like? 
I don't know, would you take a space flight, be it to the moon or to the Mars or like just like a spacecation out there, just like chilling by the ISS or some shit like that? Would you do it? If I had the chance or the funds, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Virgin Airlines is trying to do like um, where they get you basically, they break outer space. Uh huh. So they basically just get out of the atmosphere. Yeah. And then they fly back down. But for a moment, you'll you'll be in outer space and you'll get to see that and you'll get to see the world from yeah, you know, several miles away. Yeah. And Would you have to go through one of those G-force tests to do that? No, because it's going to be like a commercial flight. So they oh. use like a 737 or uh, triple yeah. and yeah. they use uh, rocket boosters on the wings. Okay. I got gotcha. you. And they're just going to drop so, back down. Yeah, exactly. So it wouldn't be a huge launch. Yeah. Like a, like a typical space shuttle or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I have not heard about that, man. Um, have you been to NASA? I don't know if I asked you that last time. Yeah, I have. I've been to uh, the Langley Research Center. Is that the Florida joint? Or is yeah, that the, in Virginia? Oh, in Virginia. Okay, I got you. I got you. All right. Yeah, when I got there, they give, they give you a briefing and they're like, hey, if the ground is shaking and you hear a really loud noise, that's just the rocket um, engines being tested on the ground. <laughs> so don't worry, it's not an earthquake. <laughs> Jeez. Man, that's that's some stuff right there. Yeah. That that was one of my my favorite jobs. Just I always wanted to work for NASA. Yeah. So in a way I did. I, I contracted for them, so it was it was a proud moment for me. That's what's up, man. Damn, there's a lot of uh uh a lot of stuff that you've done out there. Um, I don't, a lot of stuff, always impressive, always generally impressive, man. Let's allude a little bit more to this whole, like, um, Snowden thing that we're doing right now that's going on. Um, so I asked you, or not, I haven't asked you yet, but, um, do you have, uh, like a set of films that you could lay out for the freaks and geeks that would, that you recommend to throw down for like a snow in day like this Snowden times? Cause we're, I mean, we're, we're, there's not much to do right now. You know what I mean? Especially with this power outage, if you got power, more power to you, but, uh, um, damn, that was a shitty plan. Um, what do you got there? What do you got there? And I, I think I asked maybe like 10, but like throw five out there. See what you got. And if you want me to throw some out there, I can definitely chime in on what, what I would uh, watch. Yeah. So um, a couple of them, like just big favorites for me and one that kind of like um, brings it all into perspective is Fargo. Okay. Have I have not. I know, I've definitely heard about it, but I have not seen it. Didn't they make yeah. a show out of it? Yeah, they made a show out of it, which, you know, you can do that too. You know, yeah. you, I would recommend the movie first. So you get is, that, is that a Martin Scorsese, Scorsese film? Uh, it's Coen Brothers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, th- I don't know which one's far, uh, far that uh, Scorsese did. Coen Brothers. So, and, and another one I would put on that list is The, the Big Lebowski. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Brothers. Yeah. And they, those movies kind of have a, a lot of the same characters. Yeah. So if you watch them in the, both in the same day, you can pick up on a lot of extra little stuff in, in the movies. Okay. 
not to know. Have you did you hear about the this the is it it's a sequel, right? Yeah. The Jesus Yeah. G Donner? Uh no. I mean there's certain certain movies that just Yeah. There's no following up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. I know. I saw it randomly pop up. I think it was on like Showtime or some shit like that. And I was yeah. like, this kid, I didn't even know. He, I had heard about it, but I didn't even know it came out. It's with um, um, John Turturro, the yeah. Jesus. So yeah. I don't know. It's just an off uh, another tale of the take, I guess. But it's, uh, I don't know. It, at least it wasn't like a full blown sequel to Lebowski, but did it need to be done? Who knows? You know? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably check it out one of these days, but yeah. Yeah. That's cool. You got any more? You got any more? You got Fargo, you got Lebowski. What else you got? What else you think of? Um, I would probably throw in, you know, probably something like Lord of the Rings. Okay. Just, All right. just depends on the, how much time you got, you know, yeah. and these days with this weather, we got plenty of time. Yeah. Which you, so did you ever read those? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I started the first book, but yeah, it was a big investment. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, for sure. Um, what's your favorite of those three? Cause you got fellowship, you got the towers and then you got return of the King, right? Yeah. Yeah. Return of the King would, would be, would probably be my favorite. Yeah. Um, but another movie to put on that list is Dune. Doom. Dune, D-U-N-E. Dune, Dune. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have not seen that, man. That's a classic. That's a classic film. I'm a big fan of the 80s. Movies, music, whatever it is. Yeah. 80s is, is my my time. You have to check that out. Uh, I thought you said uh, Wolf 1. I thought you said Doom. And then I also thought you might have said Duel. There's a movie called Duel, which is like this uh, cat and mouse chase with this like uh, um, rich, like this rich guy and this 18 wheeler. It's I think it's a yeah. Steven Spielberg. I think I was positive that's a Steven Spielberg. Yes, that's a good one too, right? Very like suspense film and stuff like that. I wouldn't put that on my list, but I thought uh, I thought that's what you said. But yeah, I need to check out Dune. Didn't they? I I know that one's like got a, a huge cult following and stuff like that. Is that Aliens? Yeah, it's um, like galaxy type things, you know, like space yeah. travel and all that. It's it's intense, and I love it because it was before you know all the editing and movie technology we have today you know it was when they still had to build a set yeah. to make it look like whatever they wanted to look like they had to build that set in reality so it really you know like like the dark crystal you know those movies it was all it was a lot of work that they put into that and they put they did quality stuff you know? yeah are you getting down with the mandalorian I know you're a, a far side fan or far. Uh, what's it? Uh, Galaxy far, far away fan. Are you getting down with that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, the Mandalorian's over now. And now they're going to do the, uh, the Boba Fett. Really? It's done. Yeah. So it's, was it three seasons? One or no, no, two seasons. Two seasons. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't even know about that, but that's cool. Yeah. My wife's been watching it. I was hoping that they'd do like a Star Trek type of thing with it and just keep just keep putting out episodes like every week, you know? Yeah. Like the Simpsons, like just yeah, whatever, just keep it going. Yeah, they definitely could. Definitely could. Yeah. But that's cool. 
any other films you got uh you got like four of them there what else you got you got any more you got any tail in there for like a tucked away day um maybe i'd put a show on and yeah. probably like the simpsons because they've just got something for everybody you yeah know? you know whatever generation you are they've been they've been putting out episodes for you so you're a simpsons fan oh yeah big okay time. uh who's your favorite character on that or characters i don't want to limit you let's go like three or something like that um mo is a okay. good one most is like yeah Ciao. he's a favorite you know <laughs> um you know homer uh, always a big fan of homer he's just you know yeah he's great yeah. Love yeah very very relatable as a dad mm-hmm. or you know growing up i was always like you know bart a bart fan but uh and then uh what's what's the neighbor Flanders. Uh, yeah yeah okay Flanders. <laughs> yeah he i mean just the that's that his the language he uses is just yeah. just so good yeah no, <laughs> you're right man i can't believe they canceled that poo though Oh man, yeah, another big favorite. Absolutely, yeah, he was, he was awesome. yeah. yeah. I like, uh, yeah, I love Homer. Homer's tremendous. Barney's solid. Uh, yeah. Who else? Crusty uh, uh, Herschel Kristofsky for the for my uh, um, for the Hasids out there. Shout out to the Hasids listeners of the Doctor's Orders podcast. Uh, yeah, Herschel Kristofsky. Uh, who else was there? Uh, I, I'm, I'm a guy. I don't know why, but I like um, Ralph Wiggum. He's just okay. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. I can get down with that. I mean, they have all the characters are great. Yeah, and the more you watch it, the more they develop. Yeah. So yeah. No, they got some great stuff. Great, great stuff there. Um, have you ever? Uh, um, so you got? Have you ever been to the Star Wars theme park or the Simpsons theme park? No. So they got the they got the Disney one. Disney World's got like a huge Star Wars joint, and then Universal Florida has a huge uh, Simpsons Land. Yeah, so, my my twins have been to the Star Wars one. That's cool. Yeah, they got like season tickets or whatever, so yeah. they go. They've been there a few times. Yeah, yeah. I wanna. I've been to Disney World like twice, but I haven't been since they've done all that whole stuff. And I mean, is it my cup of tea? I don't know for a, a kid, most definitely. Um, but it's a, uh, uh, it's cool. I know the wife wants to go out there and check that stuff out, but they got, I mean, they got the Harry Potter world. They got all that type of stuff now. Exactly. Have you seen the abandoned Island over there in Disney world? Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is it called? It's not, well, they got one, I think there's treasure Island. There's like two, there's, well, there's multiple, but I'm, I'm very glad you brought this up. Um, it, because I've heavily, heavily invested in like, uh, well, I think we've discussed abandoned structures, but that's really where it all started for me. Um, what's it called? It's, uh, um, it's a, it's, 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 it's not treasure Island, but it's, a um, man in the free and geeks i know a couple of people what's that it's like a resort or something right yeah it's called uh it's not splash mountain uh uh let's see uh, let's see what was it called and there's some uh, uh let's see discovery island discovery island and uh 
so the reason that and y'all definitely go check this out uh it's 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 great i love the freaks and geeks there's uh, one cat out there um his he does a, a a youtube channel called bright sun films and he really gets and in, like into it uh analyzing all that stuff but yeah discovery island i think they had to shut it down because uh, do you know why they shut it down uh, i'm i'm vaguely remembering i think it was like like a health concern right yeah it was a health concern it had to do with like the fact that they were pulling water from the river that was around it the body of water that was around it so it wasn't like uh sanitized and chlorinated or whatever so that was like a real big uh, hazard there and um yeah it still sits abandoned to this day have you checked out any of those videos on there yeah i've seen i've seen one video yeah, it was a pretty big in-depth tour. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I love anything abandoned. It's just, especially when it's like, when it's like they just straight up picked up and left. Yeah. There was no, like, cleaning up or, like, picking up, you know, or taking things or shutting things down. It was just yeah. like, in some of these places, it seems like one day they were like, no, nobody's going over there. That's yeah, it. yeah uh well chernobyl for one that's i mean that's right. one of the creams of the crops there um yeah. and then yeah that, that one's crazy the fact uh and i don't know i mean sure there's that whole hbo series but i, I mean do you remember that it was featured in um i think it was uh, uh call of duty modern warfare 2 it's in that game yeah yeah um so i mean that's pretty cool uh in germany one of my soldiers went to not Chernobyl, but about as close as you can get to Chernobyl at the time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they had to wear all kinds of gear. And uh, he said the guy that was like doing the tour, like the guide, mm -hmm. was just wearing like normal clothes. And he got out, got out of the, the bus, and there's a Geiger counter and it's going off the charts. Yeah. He's just like standing out there, like it's all cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that wildlife out there is definitely being impacted by that as well. There's some crazy stuff going on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're still, like, researching the side effects of that because, you know, that dust or whatever affected a huge portion of that area besides Chernobyl, you know. It floated in the air. Yeah. So um, do you, like, do you find yourself watching, or excuse me, they're called, it's called urban exploration. I generally refer to them as like abandoned videos, but urban exploration videos on YouTube. Do you do any of that stuff? Yeah, I, I've found myself in every, you know, from abandoned uh, theme parks to, you know, people going into tunnels or like, yeah. uh, you know, the London Underground. Yeah you know, all that. So I've always had a big, big interest in that. Just I'm, a mall, I'm a malls guy, man. I love a dead mall. I'll send you some links, man. Cause you just dropped the fact that you like 80 stuff. And I get, there's a lot of, uh, uh, YouTubers out there, contenters out there that are filming these. I mean, I mean, malls there in the eighties. I mean, that was a big time and that just like uh, architecture and stuff. And then they deck them out with, uh, uh, soundtracks and stuff like that visuals. But, I do definitely often find myself watching abandoned mall videos and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, I don't know, just a lot of urbexers, uh, urban explorers. Do you get, have you ever seen the, uh, I think we've talked about it, the abandoned uh, Six Flags New Orleans video? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that one. What about 
do you ever watch any of the, I forget what they're called, um, surfers, the guys that like jump on trains? I've seen one guy. I think he was like a Chinese guy. Yeah. Yeah. I stumbled upon that once, man. That's some crazy stuff. I forget where he was uh, going to. Um, but yeah, I have seen some of those videos. Those are sick. Yeah. I started with just people like traveling through the U S kind of like a homeless situation. Yeah. But I got into some where guys are like in the Eastern Bloc or, or in Germany and, or in Europe, I should say. And just like getting on a train and going wherever it goes, you know, and just like, yeah. Just, going for it you know yeah that is crazy no i never i don't know how i stumbled across that and that's that's sick that you bring it up because it, it it has been something that i have watched but yeah. yeah um have you ever been well you i think on episode three when you joined us you talked about your little uh, uh urban x thing in that uh, the carver elementary school i think the carver yeah. elementary right i think the carver right. school uh up in lockhart but have you done uh anything else aside from that um, yeah, we, we went to a spot when I was in, um, Georgia when okay. I was in the army and, uh, me and a couple of buddies, we were like getting into, uh, graveyards and like, right. like, like, uh, historic graveyards. Yeah. And getting into, I forget what the, what was it? Mausoleum. Okay, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds that's good, right? Yeah. So we did some of that stuff and uh, scary stuff. You know, at the time it was really spooky. Yeah. But uh, stuff like that. That's that's probably about it. All right, that's cool. Yeah, I've done some great uh, some grave walking in uh, new orleans and shit like that um i did want to bring up there's you should check out the the detroit uh urban exploration scene that's pretty sick there's like whole schools mm-hmm. um i mean prisons and stuff like that it's just amazing what's just left abandoned there M- oh, I've, been, a lot of school. I've been in detroit and it's it's impressive it's just it's it's like a time capsule the whole yeah. City. yeah there's no progress really going on there except like really in the downtown area and the rest of it is all brick yeah. mostly abandoned stuff and you, you see some awesome awesome things i would have loved to have spent more time and have time to actually get into something yeah yeah and no, i've never been up that way um but yeah, man, I'll send you some some videos about some more urban explore urban explorers, and you send me some too. Last one, I think, on this one, have you? Do you know about the proper people? You ever heard about them? They're big. They're a solid. Their production line is out of fucking sight. They're urbexers too. Yeah, no, you you um, told me to look them up. I've seen one one of their videos. Um, yeah, they're like a, like an authority on the whole thing. Yeah, I like their shit because they're it's usually like more than 35 minutes if right. it's like that long i can definitely get down with it it's i've started to like find them tranquil too like i i used to like to watch them and watch like i would wake up on like a saturday and just open up with one of those or on a sunday and open up with one of those because that's when oftentimes they would like drop them yeah. um but no nah, man I, there's a shitload of them that i watch them the proper people i don't know i've talked about dan bell in the past he he has he doesn't do it too much anymore i mean with this whole COVID thing but there's a lot of people out there doing it and then uh um, i just like looking up texas-based ones too those are those are sick yeah i uh when i first moved back to texas when i got out of the army 
um, one of my buddies who came back with me, he he was big into that and he found like all kinds of spots in Austin. Yeah. The underground, underground tunnels or whatever. Kind of, kind of uh, related, but have you ever heard about the, uh, like the underground bunker in, J- in Tokyo? Japan? No, 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 I'm not. So they built like a gigantic, like a void under the city, huge, mm-hmm. maybe a hundred meters tall. And just this gigantic area that's made to uh, take in water if it if it floods. Yeah. So basically, the city of Tokyo will not flood because it has just like hundred like square miles of area that can absorb the water and just store it there, and then they use it for power or whatever. That's crazy. No, I've never heard about that. I have not heard about that. Um, underwater shit or i mean excuse me not underwater shit but underground shit i like to uh check out like abandoned uh, um subway uh, subway stops in new york that's a sick one there's a couple abandoned ones there that are pretty dope just the history of that and they, they're just left in time they seal them from the other side wherever yeah. they were able to access and then you you can see them like on the train like whatever train you take but it's just they're gonna they pass right yeah. by them yeah yeah yeah, I've seen those. That's awesome too. Yeah, I would. I like that, but like the underground thing, just abandoned underground thing, is like just a different level of like anxiety. Oh know? yeah, yeah. Especially with the fucking autom- a locomotive, like you don't know when that's gonna pop off. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then, and then anything else is down there too. Is some shit. Um, but man. We started this with a film, so I don't. I, I, w- I wanted to share a couple of the films that I would definitely recommend. Yeah, one of them for this whole Snowden spot is uh, Hateful Eight. Have you seen that? Quentin Tarantino yeah. joint. Love, yeah. love that. I mean, it's it's perfect because it's all snow, um, just like I mean, like times like this. Um, oh, that one's shot beautifully. Uh, what do you think about that film? Yeah, no, that was a great film. I probably watched it like three times. Yeah. When I- first watch it you know right in a row just because that you know i'm a big fan of uh oh, what's his name why am, why am i forgetting quinn yeah quinn tarantino yeah i love the way he tells a story and uh you know just puts it together with pieces yes and yeah, yeah that, that's a great one yeah now well the, the next one i just threw out there just because uh, uh i don't know I, I in all honesty it's not really my favorite film uh the revenant with uh, dicaprio yeah that's yeah. a good one it's not a bad film but it just didn't do it for me uh maybe i need to go i i think the bias i hold again uh towards it is it that was his uh um uh academy award winning film when right. that like fuck that that's shit compared to what he should have won it for yeah the island come on yeah. yeah just like come on man there's so much stuff that he did that prior to that i mean django unchained uh that was a fucking hell of a performance by him shutter island shutter island yeah uh fucking basketball diaries uh my goodness there's just so much shit that dicaprio's done that i mean deception all that type of stuff yeah no i'm a a big dicaprio fan he's got he's pretty versatile yeah 
I think another one. So I got the hateful eight. I got the revenant, uh, the shining. I throw the shining in there. Just, you know, maybe throw that one on at night, something like that one. That one's all snowed out. Um, But I don't know what else I would throw in there, man, as far as movies that are. uh, Those are all just heavily influenced in presence of of a snow in thing. Maybe that's not what you want to watch at this point in time. Uh, You might think of that shit. But uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I always dig on on uh, on those films. Um, it but, makes your suffering seem, you know, less. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're suffering less like that, that's worse than the shit I got, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I would say Fargo because it's, it's just not out one too. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, are you, is there any films that you're looking forward to coming out or anything like that? I know. I mean, we're, we're in a fucking limbo state still with this. Uh, uh, and I, I got to thinking about this too, that we have not really gotten to the point in, um, I guess, uh, general media entertainment where fucking COVID hit it and just cut everything off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I haven't really been keeping an eye out for anything new. Yeah. Um, it just seems like they have like less, um, like want to produce like a legit quality film. They're just trying to do like sequels or trilogy type of things yeah. lately, or bringing stuff back. You know, like yeah, like what hasn't been brought remade lately? You know, yeah. they just did the new Bill and Ted, which which I heard was actually pretty decent. Oh yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. Were you a Bill and Ted fan? Not really, man. I mean, I remember watching the first one, and then the first one was cool. Um, but no, and then the, the second one was a flop bogus adventure. Um, I think it was just too, no, I watched the first one, but no, I wasn't really a big Bill and Ted fan. Uh, I was more of a, uh, and this is kind of on the, not the same spectrum, but kind of similar, more of a, um, what's it called? Clerks. Did you ever see Clerks? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. In that realm, the Jake and Silent Bob type realm. I think yeah. they kind of did like that whole thing a little bit better. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. But that, that's all, that's also like a, a take on a, a, a spoof near uh, um, Wayne's world and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, Wayne's world's a classic. That's, that's a great one. And they did a part two of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was horseshit too. Yeah. <laughs> you got to let some things go, you know, uh-huh. take Yeah. Yeah, no, second Wayne's world. And, uh, um, but for Bill and Ted, uh, I mean, Keanu's a killer for sure. And I'm not even discussing like, uh, the, uh, John Wick stuff, but you got to throw in speed. You got to throw in the matrix. Were you matrix guy? Yeah. Big, big matrix guy. Point break. Yeah. 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 Um, Definitely. Hardball. Oh yeah, hardball for okay, sure. Hardball yeah. was a fucking killer. Uh, I hear that. Like, I mean, we were talking about remakes, but I think there, uh, there's uh, talks, or it's already in the works. Uh, Matrix Four, so that's gonna drop. Okay. Yeah. yeah, as long as he's still filming, they're gonna they're gonna want to do that. He's doing good shit, man. I mean, he's like his career is definitely. Um, paid off well you know he hasn't like he didn't take like a nicholas cage type like turn yeah, like almost. I don't know. Almost. yeah almost yeah. yeah yeah did you have you ever seen him do any of the shooting competitions like the three gun competition no 
So three gun is a pistol, shotgun, and a rifle. Yeah. Check that out, man. He is on another level. You know. Yeah. That, yeah. He can shoot so fast and so accurately. I'll check that out. Three gun shoot. Three gun. Yeah. Cool. I'll check that out. Yeah. No, I've never. Uh, I have not heard about that with him. That's what's up. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to. Um, I mean, I've talked about it a lot. The Sopranos movie dropping in September. Um, but again, that's another like prequel thing. I just, I mean, it's going to be, it's all I got kind of looking forward to in the film realm. Um, yeah, that's supposed to be good. I mean, I've seen, it, it looks like it's going to be a killer. Yeah, I hope so, man. But it's, it's just going to be one and done, you know, you got to put, this has been what, uh, 10, 11, 12 years, 12 years since the Sopranos went off there. Right. So you're a big mafia fan? Yeah, 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 most definitely. And our, our, uh, our the buddy of ours really got uh, got me into that. He's huge into that. So, oh, like, yeah. he's got me into that back in the day too. Goodfellas yeah. and all that. Yeah, all that. Yeah. But what, you, what were you gonna say about it? Um, do you remember uh, the God? What's his name? I think it was John Gotti. Mm-hmm. Got a few years ago. Do you remember that? With uh, Travolta? No, no, in person, like in life. This, no. The head of the Gotti family was killed, like at his house. Really? No, I don't oh, No, I don't remember hearing that. So it happened like maybe 2017, something yeah. like that. The dude that shot him was a fucking QAnon guy. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, you need to check that out. Yeah, I'll check that out. Got it, QAnon. I'll see what's up with that. I'll check that out. That's interesting. I like that. Man, that's some good shit. You're dropping some knowledge here, bud. Some good uh, good little insight. Uh, tremendous, tremendous. What about what else do you like about that whole mafia stuff? Other, than, I mean, like aside from Goodfellas and I know Casino is great. Aside from like the the general the Scorsese stuff, um, what else do you get down with? Have you seen uh, Kill the Irishman? Kill the Irishman? No, 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 not the Irishman, right? You're talking Kill the Irishman? No, not the Irishman. No, no, uh, I haven't seen it. It's uh, I think it was like probably ten years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a lot of this guys from the Sopranos in it. You'll like it. Check it's it about it's a true story about the guy Danny Green. Okay, came up working for the Gambino family. Yeah, and uh, eventually basically challenged them and uh, failed on the challenge. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'll check that out. Kill the Irishman. That's what's yeah. up. All right, man. Well, we talked movies. We talked a bunch of stuff. What else will we, we'll, we'll dabble into here? What else I got? I heard about the house. Uh, let's talk about this. Uh, uh, these numbers in these uh, also like mysterious places and stuff like that. Do you have any? Uh, uh, what did you think when I when I brought that up to you? Just like uh, numbers, symbolic numbers, uh, often recollected numbers. Do you have any? Have you thought about that? Have, have, is there a number that occurs in your life often? Yeah, so um, big uh, math guy. I've probably yeah. taken like I don't know ten, twelve college math classes. So I've always had an interest in um, numbers that naturally occur. 
Uh-huh. So, like, a big one that maybe a lot of people will know is uh, the Fibonacci sequence. What is that? Tell us about that. So that's uh, it's also known as the golden ratio. I heard about that today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are yeah, numbers okay. like what, like 24 and 1440 and 86, four, 80, uh, eight, 86, 400 or something like that. 8,000. Yeah, it's going to be zero, one, one, two, three, five, eight, and so on. And you add the, the two previous numbers. Okay. I got you. The next number. Um, and you'll see the golden ratio in a lot of things everywhere in the universe. Um, yeah. whether it's like, you know, the orbits of the planet or planets and moons yeah. or like flower petals or seeds or like a pine cone. You can see the golden ratio in the pine cone. Freaks and geeks, check it out. I need to talk to you real quick about the sponsor of the podcast. That's Greenbelt Botanicals. Now, Greenbelt Botanicals is the most trustworthy and reputable CBD dispensary and retailer in the Austin area. And if you're not in the city of Austin, you can hit them up. They're amazing, beautiful stores throughout the city. Be sure to check them out at greenbeltbotanicals.com. Uh, they've got some multiple amazing products there. I love their CBD tinctures. I love their CBG, CBD, and Delta A. THC smokable strains. They've got some amazing pre-rolls there in store and online. I really, really love their CBD topicals. They've got a CBD spot treatment and they've got a CBD just a, a cooling treatment as well. My wife's been really getting down with the CBD gummies as well, the nighttime gummies. The dogs, they love the CBD dog treats as well. So hit them up, freaks and geeks. If you have any questions, if you have any insights, if you have any curiosities, go to Greenbelt Botanical com and use the official Freaks and Geeks promo code FOOTDOCTOR15 to get you 15% off at checkout. That's all caps, F-O-O-T-D-R-1-5 to get you 15% off at checkout at Greenbelt Botanicals and GreenbeltBotanicals.com. Remember, Freaks and Geeks, support the sponsor because the sponsor supports the podcast. Now let's get back to the show. Let's roll it back into, we're talking symbolic numbers. We're talking, uh, you're talking about the golden ratio. Tell us more about this. Um, also, there's uh, some other numbers I'll run by and see what you think about it. Um, but just the appearance of the golden ratio occurring often and uh, just uh, geometric shapes and stuff like that. Keep going. What you got on that? Yeah, so uh, you'll see the golden ratio, like I said, in, in flower petals, you know, and the, the craziest part to me is how someone identified that originally, you know, yeah. Fibonacci identified it, and I just respect those, you know, those peoples in, in that time where they could look at something and truly learn from it, you know, if I picked up a pine cone, I wouldn't, I might notice the pattern, but I wouldn't identify the pattern. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and this was in a time of like um, a not major information. Like this was still a time of development um, when when all these you know uh, factors, all these um, uh, they're not philosophers. Or well, yeah, I guess you could kind of classify them as philosophers, um, statisticians, or something like that. But what about this uh, three six nine? You ever heard about three six nine for the Nikola Tesla number? No, I'm I'm pretty big uh, Tesla fan. Yeah. Is I lived in the springs where his underground lab was. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, let's let's talk about that. I, I'm not sure I know about that. Uh, so this not like it's. I think he was. Uh, uh, what's that thing where? you do shit repetitively it's a what the fuck is that called um where you gotta like close the door three times or something shit something like that yeah 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 so he would often have these like it, it was stated that he had to like walk around the block three times before he could go inside he would often have just these like uh he would have to do anything that was divisible or like had the numerical components of three uh six and nine so it's very i don't i don't know man it's a um it's a huge number for him. Um, like I just started looking into it today. It's uh it's very interesting just to, to date back way, way back in time. Uh, again, before a precursor to a lot of stuff. Uh, like, like I was saying, he was walking around the blocks three times around the block three times before he could go in. Um, he would often, uh, have to like get, if he was going to go to a hotel or go live somewhere, he it would, he would make sure that the room was, uh, in a, uh, the room number was divisible by three. There's yeah. all, I mean, just some just crazy stuff, just like cleaning with a, a certain uh, number of, of napkins. I don't know. Very, very, very OCD stuff. Um, yeah. But all tied into these, uh, the numbers three, six, and nine. Um, I don't know. He very obsessed with it. Um, I don't know. He wanted to, he wanted for people to know the significance of these three numbers. And they say they're like, uh, I don't know, uh, very prominent. They're very, uh, the, the numbers of power that, that he, um, kind of alluded to. So yeah. it's different. It's just these, uh, I don't know, numbers that are out there that often reoccur. There was that whole 23 movie with, uh, uh Jim Carrey back in the day. Um, I don't, I never watched that. I tried to watch it a couple of times, but, uh, just, uh, uh, symbolic numbers is very prominent, very present out there. Yeah. I, I've always had like a number thing as well. Um, I'll count like the number of words I use in a <laughs> sentence, um, or I'll count the syllables and or I'll count anything, anything that I can count, I will count. Yeah. So I've always, like, I watched 23 and I like, got super into that. And yeah, that's just kind of like a movie, but yeah, I, I can get down with that. You know, that for, I guess for Tesla though, you know, that's part of his genius. Like genius often are um, not how we would think of them as like some big socialite, you know, yeah. they, they have a genius in, in a certain area but the rest uh, their brain is lacking yeah yeah no i can definitely get that man i got that um let's move so we're talking numbers um let's move on to this 27 club so 27 club is huge i mean 20 freaks and geeks if you don't know what 27 club is it's a uh it's like it's a death year um a lot of uh prominent musicians on one aspect it's very prominent in musicians um dying probably making it famous yeah definitely definitely and it's just the uh, um, musicians artists and actors dying at the age of 27 um you got uh, uh brian jones is definitely one of them from the rolling stones uh hendrix uh you drop kurt cobain for sure janice joplin jim morrison uh amy winehouse herself um but uh i i don't know what do you what do you think about it we haven't really why is it not 
very prominent now. What that's also got to be taken into consideration. Like, uh, I mean, sure, Amy Winehouse was one that occurred, but that was a, a, a huge time lapse. I mean, you got the one in the '90s with Cobain and stuff like that. But the 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 main heads that I reference being the 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 Brian John, Joneses, the the Hendrix, the Janis, uh, Jan, the Joplins, the Morrisons. That's in a different time element of itself. Um, what's up with this uh, uh, this number twenty seven? What do you think on that? Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, that is uh, three times nine is twenty seven. You know, if we mm-hmm. go back to three six nine. <laughs> yeah. It's it's always been curious to me as well. You know, I don't. I wonder how much of it is coincidental, but it's like these are music legends, mm-hmm. you know, not like you know, not your run of the mill person. These are like in the top of their game. You know? Yeah, some of the best artists at their time, and it's crazy. It's like it's like a make or break point, you know, and. I don't know. Some of it I feel like is like you go out on top, you know? Yeah. They already, maybe they thought they peaked, you know, but a lot of them also had pretty big drug issues. Definitely. That definitely takes a toll. I mean, that's prominent in all of those individuals. Yeah. Right. And, you know, psychedelics, if you're like a numbers guy and you get into psychedelics, you're just going to get really deep into numbers. and. You know, some some people might have wanted to join the club. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I didn't think about that one. I didn't think about that. You're right. You are right on that. Uh, but that's a, I mean, that's just a, a, a different take. I like that you brought up the uh, the element of three, six and nine and in, in, in the twenty seven. I didn't even put that to put that to work. But um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, um, it's been how many years has it been? Can this route back to nine? It's uh, it's been uh, 12 years. No, 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 no. It's been it's been 10 years since has it been 10 years since White House is passing 2011. That sounds right. Yeah. All right. So now that doesn't, doesn't, uh, it might break down, but who knows, man, it's uh it's odd that I don't want to say it's odd that it's not occurring anymore, but when, when will be the next occurrence of the uh, 27 club entry? We'll see. Who knows? I mean, there probably has been, we just, you know, unless they're just not legends, you know, we might not. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that uh, didn't make the, uh, the high list here. Exactly. Oh man. So, uh, um, let's get, let's get ready to close this bad boy. out. I know this is just a run of the mill show here. Thank you for being, thank you for coming through. Uh, just no, a snow cast for sure. We got to put, we got to throw something out on the wall. Um, let's talk about GTA real quick. Let's close this bad boy. out. talk about GTA grand theft auto. Um, I'm pretty, I'm almost positive. That was a prominent just uh, title in your life. Do you remember the first GTA that you played? Yeah, it would have been uh, three, probably. Three. We, that was in Liberty City. I, I think the guy didn't have, I don't know if the guy had a name. He probably did, but that was an iconic one. That was for the PS2. Yeah. Yeah. And then the big one for me was Vice City. Vice City was tremendous. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was just killer. Yeah. yeah. Soundtrack, uh, visuals. Um, the, the And I didn't. 
the fact that it ties in so much with Scarface, like I, you can see that a lot. I don't know what, Oh, well, okay. So yeah, I don't know if people if if maybe the freaks and geeks haven't put this together, but GTA three revolves around Godfather. I'm almost positive revolves around Godfather. Vice city revolves around Scarface. Um, San Andreas revolves around, I think, what is it? Is it, is it boys in the hood? I'm almost positive. It revolves around that. And then what came after vice or San Andreas would have been GTA four. That really takes its own take. Then they can, I think they kind of stopped like folk, uh, like pulling from film, a whole lot because i mean uh vice city was a straight pull from uh scarface for the most part um and so not necessarily gta 3 is a direct pull from um godfather but there are are sprinkled in there a whole lot of elements um they i think they just broke apart on gta 4 and that was a huge monumental title right there you got a lot of stuff that was a great one yeah yeah i mean the biggest thing for me has always been like just you know, the free roam, but you can always count on, on a soundtrack, like a good soundtrack. Oh, yeah, like monster soundtrack. Radio and GTA is always better than the radio in real life. Yeah, 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 no, that's right. And at the, at the core of it, I think, I mean, like, why you like it so much is it's a card game. It's just a, like... It, they wanted it to be a. I think it was event originally drafted to be a racing game. That's what they were looking for. And then they were like, "Yeah, racing's not. It's not going to cut it. So we're going to take elements of racing and incorporate into this, but really make it more of a, a different experience." Because they also had a Midnight Club. I think G, uh, Rockstar had Midnight Club, and they right. were in a different like realm with this one. You know, for or shoot shoot 'em up games and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I was a big, big fan of Midnight Club. And I think a lot of a lot, the big draw for GTA 2 was like the exploration. Yeah. Know, going back to like space exploration, going back to abandoned stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as at least as men, I feel like we have a big desire to explore. Yeah. You know. And especially on those, like those maps, those worlds opening up, like you at the beginning, you're restricted. You can't go. Like I remember in GTA three, you, you start up and you're the Island shut down because of like a storm. And then you eventually have to open up the bridges and stuff like that. That works. To, I think that works with like all of them. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they do that more so in like the current stance of where they're mm-hmm. at. But um, I did like that, like the progressive development of it that was crazy yeah absolutely it was it was awesome in the newest one you know like the map is just kind of blurred until you explore it you yeah know? yeah yeah they've done so much man i don't even know if there's going to be a six there there's there almost has to be but like they have come very very far from gta 5 and that's the last thing they dropped you know what i'm saying like now it's a, a, a whole bunch of uh, um, side missions and side stories and uh, um, like an entire online server in comparison to a game by itself. Well, freaks and geeks, that's all she wrote.
Once again, I want to thank my guest Cass for coming in via Zoom and really knocking it out of the park. I know it ended abruptly, but like we were mentioning, like we were talking, that Texas at the time is going through a huge winter storm, a lot of power outages, rolling power outages, and we were. I'm just very grateful that Cass was able to come in via Zoom and chat it up. We talked about a lot of great things, a very off-the-wall podcast, but definitely a podcast that many people can enjoy a reoccurring guest. Freaks and Geeks, if you haven't heard Cass's previous appearances, make sure you check out the Veterans Day special and the episode number three of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. That was Cass's first appearance. So, Cass, really appreciate you. Um, Thanks for all the support. Cass is always checking up. I'm always checking up on him. We really got a good good friendship here. My man, I really appreciate you on that. I want to see that house. I want to make it once all this uh, this snow clears, once all this ice uh, melts up. I want to make it out there. Check out that new uh, that new beautiful home you got there. See what's going down. But again, Cass, thank you very much. Um, we also talked about chess freaks and geeks. Like I said, I'm going to drop the uh, the chess.com link in the description. Make sure you go follow me. I'm on there. The 512 Foot Doctor, T-H-A, 512 F-O-O-T-D-R. I am all in there. That is chess.com. That's where you can find me, most definitely. Uh, what else we got here, freaks and geeks? Just uh, be careful out there. We got a lot of uh, the roadways are definitely tangled up. The uh, uh, there are people out there that are definitely tangled up in this winter storm. So we're gonna make it through this one. But over, no, nevertheless, you got a tremendous podcast on a Wednesday again coming through. Continuous content, continuous content. Next week, make sure you're looking out. For the new episode, after this one, we're going on to episode number 24, and we're going to be talking with a huge, excuse me, a San Antonio rapper. We're going to be talking with a San Antonio rapper. I'm not going to drop the name, but he does some amazing stuff uh, with the presentations of his records. Like I said, whether it's on an album, whether it's on a CD, whether it's on a cassette, it's some beautiful presentation, and I can't wait to get him in here. We're going to be doing, doing it via Zoom as well, but it's going to be something to look forward to freaks and geeks and that's going to be next week okay so i hope you enjoyed this podcast freaks and geeks uh let's roll with this one let's keep it going we are progressing we are marauding into through volume three of the doctor's orders podcast with a 512 foot doctor and i'm very appreciative of you freaks and geeks that come along for the ride along the way so it's that time the closing credits freaks and geeks thank you for listening And remember, new episodes are released every Wednesday at 6 a.m. Check it out. Do me a favor and go subscribe to the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor on whichever podcast platform that you prefer. We're available on all of them, freaks and geeks. So every podcast platform that's out there, we are available on a majority of them. Check them out. Also, make sure to leave a comment and rate and subscribe to the podcast. Be sure that you also follow me on Instagram, the 512 Foot Doctor, T-H-A, 512 F-O-O-T-D-R. That's also the same name on chess.com. I'm going to see you reach out, Freaks and Geeks. Let's play a couple of games. And follow the podcast Instagram at the Doctor's Orders Podcast. T-H-A-D-R-S-O-R-D-E-R-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Now, Freaks and Geeks. 
Remember to tell a freak or a geek that you know about the podcast in the future. We're going to gain a lot of headway, all right? There's a tremendous things to come in the future for the podcast. We just got to sit back and see what the freaks and geeks, see what I can muster up, all right? A lot of individuals out there that I can't wait to bring in. The future is always open. Remember, the Doctor's Orders podcast is a Life or Death Studios production. Freaks and geeks. Until next time, we'll see you on the next one. Don't be late.